From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. All Florida Bar members will soon receive an emailed survey from the Judicial Circuit Assessment Committee asking for their input as it considers whether the state's 20 judicial circuits should be consolidated. Roanne Batar has more. Fourth District Court of Appeal Judge Jonathan Gerber, who chairs the committee looking at possible circuit consolidation, says it's critical to receive as many responses to the survey as possible. Chief Justice Carlos Muniz created the Judicial Circuit Assessment Committee at the end of June in response to a letter from House Speaker Paul Renner asking the court to consider whether a consolidation of the state's existing judicial circuits is warranted, noting the current boundaries of the judicial circuits have been in place since 1969, quote, notwithstanding the significant population and demographic changes of the past 50 years. Renner suggested that consolidation might generate substantial cost savings and, quote, increase public trust and confidence in the judiciary through greater efficiency and uniformity in the judicial process. In creating the committee, the court expressed views at the time on the merits of consolidation, but said the idea deserves thoughtful consideration and careful study. The survey is based on the six criteria found in Rule 2.421, including effectiveness, efficiency, access to courts, professionalism, and public trust and confidence and additional criteria considered when determining the need for additional judges, with several other questions relating to Speaker Renner's concerns regarding uniformity in practice and cost savings. The survey may be completed with a desktop computer, tablet, or cell phone and is estimated to take about 20 minutes. It'll be a quick turnaround once the survey goes out, as they must be returned by September the 1st. Pursuant to the charges, the committee also has to take into consideration that the District Court of Appeal boundaries will remain unchanged. In other words, consolidation can only occur within DCA boundaries. The Henry Latimer Center for Professionalism is releasing a new program exploring the work of women judges in one of the country's largest circuits. Our Patrick Ferguson tells us this new CLE focuses on stories of seven women judges in the 11th Circuit. Titled Professionalism and Gender Empowerment, the program speaks candidly with Chief Judge Nugent Safey and six other judges from the 11th Circuit. Located in Miami-Dade County, the circuit is the largest in the state and the fourth largest trial court in the United States, serving over 2 million people in a 2,000-square-mile area, and more than half of the circuit's 123 judges are women. Latimer Center Director Rebecca Bandy opened the program by framing the question, quote, how do these women make the impossible look possible? Bandy was brainstorming new CLE ideas with her mentor, Paul Lipton, the host of the popular CLE series, Your Honor, and they wanted to explore professionalism and gender with a focus on empowerment instead of bias. Lipton believes the CLE sends a strong message that will impact Florida bar members in a positive way. Quote, these judges are under incredible burdens and the caseloads are crazy. I'm always concerned that sometimes process overtakes purpose, yet these judges make sure the purpose is paramount. Need a temporary Florida Bar membership card? Now you can print one yourself via the member portal at floridabar.org. The bar is shifting its production of new plastic member cards to an outside vendor instead of continuing to produce them in-house. As part of the change, a unique temporary card may be printed from each member's portal landing page while they wait for their permanent bar card to be shipped. The bar will continue to send new members the new member welcome package, which also explains that their plastic bar card will come under separate mail and details how to print a temporary card from the portal if they need one before their permanent plastic card arrives. An effort to scrub so-called Z-words, zeal, zealous, zealous sleep, and the bar's rulebook has cleared another hurdle. Roanne? 
At a July 27 meeting in Sarasota, the Rules Committee voted unanimously to approve a real property probate and trust law section proposal to amend Chapter 4 of the Rules of Professional Conduct. The Board of Governors has yet to consider the proposal, and the Supreme Court will make the final determination. Tampa lawyer Larry McCullis told the Rules Committee that the Reptiles Professionalism and Ethics Committee formed a subcommittee in April 2022 to study the issue and said while the Z terms have a law long history, today they are often associated with negative behaviors and labels. The proposed amendments would remove references to Z words from the preamble to Chapter 4 and the comment to Rule 4-1.3, and add a comment that McCullis said would offer an explanation and some historical perspective. Under the proposal, a sentence in the preamble, quote, as an advocate, a lawyer zealously asserts the client's position under the rules of the adversary system would instead state, quote, as an advocate, a lawyer asserts the client's position with commitment and dedication to the interests of the client under the rules of the adversary system. Another sentence in the preamble, zealous advocacy is not inconsistent with justice, would instead state commitment and dedication in advocacy are not inconsistent with justice. McCullis was quick to credit the professionalism and ethics chair Andy Sasso with spearheading the proposal. Sasso says people in general now relate someone who was zealous to someone who was a zealot, and he doesn't know anyone who would say that someone being a zealot is positive. The Judicial Ethics Advisory Committee recently released an opinion affirming that a judge may speak to an association of state prosecutors regarding how to address issues that arise when dealing with a specific type of litigant. Patrick tells us the opinion stems from an inquiry made by a judge who's been invited to speak to an out-of-jurisdiction association. Mark, the topic the inquiring judge was asked to speak on concerned a very specific class of litigants and how judges deal with issues arising when they encounter these litigants in court. The judge has lectured previously on this topic to judges across the country, but was concerned the Florida Code of Judicial Conduct prohibits judges addressing a group consisting solely of prosecutors. While the GAC outlined a list of factors provided by previous opinions to consider when deciding whether to engage in extrajudicial or quasi-judicial activity with or without compensation, it sees no reason why the judge can't speak to a prosecutor's association. The opinion states, quote, so long as the judge complies with Canon 2A, a judge shall respect and comply with the law and shall act at all times in a manner that promotes public confidence in the integrity and impartiality of the judiciary. The code does not prohibit a judge from teaching a homogeneous group about the law. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal and News Department. For Patrick Ferguson, Roanne Batar, and our producer Clay Shaw behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian.